From American Salon Magazine and .com, I'm Gordon Miller, and this is American Salon Stories, our weekly podcast featuring some of the most interesting people we know. Today, I'm going to share a conversation that I had recently with one of my beauty biz heroes, a guy who's been changing careers, businesses, and lives for the better part of three decades. It's Michael Cole, the global business educator for L'Oreal PPD, which is that umbrella of some amazing iconic brands like Redken, Matrix, Mizani, L'Oreal Professional, Essie, and a whole bunch of others. He's also the co-founder of Summit. Michael Cole, welcome. Thanks, Gordon Miller. I'm with one of my favorite guys in the whole wide world. I knew you before you were rich and terribly happy three decades ago. <laughs> Let's just go with terribly happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have you with us. Um, and, and seriously, I, I, I have to share, you know, we've both been around a long time and, and we're both power networkers and, and your name comes up so often as I travel around the industry and it comes up in the context of, you know, who are some of your heroes? Who are some of the people who've changed your lives when I'm speaking to professionals? And, and Michael Cole, who taught me how to save my money. Michael Cole, who taught me how to think about the business in a different way, has profoundly changed my life. You've led to people opening their first salons, to buying their first homes. It's, uh, it's pretty brilliant, and I wanted to share that with you. Oh, thank you, my friend. It has been an amazing ride and what I tell people that give me those accolades is, first of all, thank you, but I am as good as the people that I dance with. And so to the degree that someone's a good student, I, I think I can be a good teacher. So it, it, it swings both ways. And I'm just uh, it's been a great ride. When I, I've watched you do the dance for a long time, <laughs> to stick with your yeah. metaphor, and yeah. um, you're one hell of a dancer. And we, I don't know, we, we didn't see each other for a little bit for a few years and um, go in different directions in the, in the same business. And, um, but we bumped into each other. We reconnected around our shared passion for social and digital media. And you are dancing about as fast as I've seen anybody dance right now. Um, not only, you know, catching up and keeping up and staying on top of it, but um, getting the message out. So um, you seem really excited about the profession right now. Oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm 63 years old and it feels like I'm going on 30, 35. I, I'm growing young because of the social media, digital transformational era as it relates to, you know, our, my favorite people in the whole wide world, the hairdresser. Uh, and just because I see some hairdressers doing some profoundly extraordinary things with their mobile and social. And I want to be, I want to be riding the crest of that tsunami of change. As you know, it's coming at us at Mach 5, point blank. And there's a whole bunch of people that are riding the crest that are getting prosperous. And there's unfortunately a lot of people that's scaring to death and they're trying to figure it out. And part of what I'm doing and my calling now is helping people that uh, were caught by surprise. How do I catch up to it? And more importantly, how do I thrive from it rather than uh, run like hell to survive? Well, let's start by sharing, you know, because again, you're, you're referencing so much stuff that's changing all around us, changing in the world around us and, and changing, you know, you know, uh, how the industry markets itself and, and interacts with clients. But let's talk a little bit about what hasn't changed, because you've been preaching some powerful messages for a very long time. So, you know, when it comes to what it takes to be successful in, the, in this business, let's, let's start with the basics. 
Well, yeah. I mean, being an awesome hairdresser, you know, has been, is now, and will continue to be job one. If you can't do awesome hair, it, you're gonna it, you're gonna have to work a heck of a lot harder than when you're a, a ninja, a hair ninja. Now, what I would say about that 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 eternal truth is that it that's even evolving. So you know we you know we've got terms in our vocabulary now called color certification, design certification, you know, uh, finish certification, and so it you know the ninjas have taken you know they they've reinvented awesome. So, you know, I would say to somebody that was awesome last year, uh, unless you're in the process of becoming more awesome, uh, you run the risk of falling behind. So, but having said that, that's a given. The other is, you know, whether you want to refer to the people that we serve in the chair as clients, guests, customers, you better be a ninja at guest handling, you know, giving an extraordinary client experience is now the new buzzword, you know, the the you know the emotional reaction that the client is having in any given moment of time that has been is now and will continue to be supreme but even at that gordon we're bringing there's new experiences now that we're bringing behind the chair that we'll get into in our conversation but those are the two classics and then the third that you and I've been talking about forever is you better continue to deepen your understanding on not only how to leverage what you do behind the chair so you make a boatload of money, but you better be stashing cash, you know, saving money because it's a, it's a 20 year, 25, 30 year ride. And while that looks and sounds like it's a long period of time, I'm 63 now and, you know, I blinked and I went from 40 to 60. And, you know, you said it a few minutes ago, it, it's making a lot of money as part of it, but saving some of what you do so at the end of a ride you got more to show for it than you know carpal tunnel you know three inches shorter than the day you started multiple personality syndrome and a little ball of hair in your belly <laughs> so, so well said and and again it's, it's so important you know corporate america you know where so many of us live you know one of the kind of pillars of their recruiting new talent is promoting all the retirement benefits and savings opportunities and and if nothing more you know than a 401k that you take your own paycheck and, and stash it and it's programmatic and it's planned and and again you know we through the bigger, you know, corporate America's side of life, uh, people plan their retirement. In our industry, you know, there's so many, to me, tragic stories of people who are ready to retire, but just can't because they didn't hear you 20 years ago. Right. A millennial, you know, can't, w wouldn't see our lips move when we use the R word, retirement. But when we use words like wealth building, uh, financial independence, where I, I no longer depend necessarily on one revenue stream called my income, I, I know how to earn interest for a living. I know how to make money in my sleep, which are kind of Michael Cole terms for, you know, I've saved enough money and now the interest or return on my savings is catching up to what I have to work hard for. To me, that's freedom. And, and if the earlier you, you make that a part of your plan, the, the richer you're going to be. You're going to have options in your 40s and 50s that uh, most people don't have in their 60s, 70s. I mean, this is not a new song. I've been singing it since about, you know, the early 80s. And frankly, there's a whole bunch of people, as you said, took the advice. And now, you know, 20, 30 years later, they're going, oh, my God, that was probably one of the more important choices I made. But having said that, there's a lot of people heard it 
didn't do it. And now I'm bumping into them in my 60s and they're, we're asking each other what we're going to do. And I'm saying, you know, I'm taking my ga- my foot off the gas pedal a little bit and enjoying my ride. And they're looking at me like, well, how can you do that? I mean, you know, they'll go, I'm going to stay behind the chair forever because I love doing hair. And while I wouldn't call that a lie, I'd just say that's not the whole truth. Whole truth is you spent all your money in the last 30 years. And now part of why you have to love this is you don't have no money. Yep. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about advice. You know, you're one of the the best advice givers, I think, in the entire industry. Um, Let's talk about the advice maybe that you've received personally, professionally, what's some of the, what's the best advice you've ever gotten that you think may be relevant to our audience? Well, I, you know, two things come to mind. One is, you know, way back forever ago, I think I, I was behind the chair. My first five years were horrific because I didn't, I didn't have the conversation we're having now until I was behind the chair for five years. And when I got that first taste, my first coach, first mentor got me excited about you know, AGB, always, always, always getting better. And I remember, you know, I can bring it back to with emotional recall. One thing more important than being great or being the best is, are you getting better? And when was the last time you got better? And the answer better be yesterday. And I'm the first to admit I'm more fear driven than inspiration. I'm afraid to stop getting better. Because, you know, learning rhymes with earning. So when I'm, when I stop learning, I stop earning. And, you know, I, I like, you know, I, you know, you can do more things good with money than you can without. And, um, I'd rather have the money and not need it than need it and not have it. So I would say to the listener, just learn your butt off. As long as you're getting better, no, you know, you're going to be pretty much unstoppable. Even if you get fired, someone's going to go, Hey, Come hang out with me because uh, you're doing something most darn, and that is getting better fast. That's great advice. That's, that's um, I mean, lifelong learning. I mean, and again, it, it, it's so powerful. Um, it's, it's one of the things I think you and I are experiencing at, at this um, later stage in our careers, and I think has us both like supercharged, this whole new digital and social space. The learning itself is just inspiring. Oh, I mean, that's why I love hanging out with you. You, you and I, I mean, we love each other, but it's, it's mutual use. We take turns tapping each other's brains yes. because, and I just saw you a week ago and I said, it's been a year since I, I saw you seven days ago and, <laughs> and, and you can identify because we just don't stop learning. The other thing is, the second thing is, and, and we covered it, so I don't want to spend time. And that is as you're learning and earning more stash cash, so that someday you can make money in your sleep. Yep. Yep. The, the best advice, the best yeah. advice. All right. So let's um, actually, you know, before we, we jump into our, our social and digital conversation and, and some, um, some great insights from you do kind of the fast Michael Cole story. You know, this is American salon stories. You've, you've got a great story. Um, a lot of people don't know that you started behind the chair. Yeah. Well, yeah. In a nutshell, there are no accidents. You know, the, the universe is always conspiring to help us. We would listen. So, I, you know, in a nutshell, I, like most hairdressers, I'm not academically smart. I mean, I was diagnosed with a, a reading disorder in the sixth grade. I can read. But if you said to me, what did you just read? I'd have to go back, read it over or underline it, circle the words and then kind of look to the circles to say, Gordon, Here's what I read. So 
my ride in school was not a good ride. I was I was voted most likely to get lost on the way home from graduation, and and I took the college entrance exam, and it wasn't pretty. So that's why I love beauty school. Get me talking about it too much, I cry. It's the only damn college that accepted me. I mean, <laughs> it was that in clown college, and I've got you know skin allergies. So you know, joining the circus was not an option. I took, went to beauty school, barber school. I I loved hair. I got involved with you know. Uh, rest his soul horse and, uh, uh, the, you know, the Aveda guy and, and, uh, he taught me well on, on the hair thing and grew up well, but I just, you know, the other piece was serving people. I had to go back and unlearn old habits, learn some new stuff five years in with, you know, my second coach, which was Joe Francis. My life revolutionized as it exploded. I changed as a person. I, my income went up. I fell in love with teaching other hairdressers what I was learning. I flipped to that education in uh, being an educator. I think it was 83. You know, I was a multiple franchise salon owner, but I just loved teaching hairdressers more than owning a salon. So to make a long story less long, I, I got out of that system, started my own seminar company in the 80s. It was a great ride. Uh, 95 Redkin have been keeping an eye on me. I signed on with them, and now, you know, 22-plus years later, I'm now with, you know, L'Oreal PPD as a global educator. I've been around the world a few times. I don't leave the country normally. Somebody asked me yesterday, you want to go to Jamaica and do a, you know, a global thing where 400 people in a room day one, day two, and I politely declined because I just, I, I want to stay home and just see how many hairdressers I can help. I just love helping hairdressers. And, you know, we were just at Redkin Symposium together. I was there, you know, with the American Salon editorial team. We were in the audience on opening night. And, you know, they brought out this army of, of amazing Redkin educators from all over the world. And, you know, they just got one after the other as they announced them. They got huge applause. Um, some of my favorite people. And bringing up the rear, out comes Michael Cole who gets the most applause out of anybody who'd walk that stage. And everybody, again, was recognized. But, you know, a, a great credit to you that 10,000 people roared when they heard your name. And it, it speaks volumes as to the difference that you've made in these people's lives. Very, oh, very cool. Yeah, we were expressing gratitude to each other that evening. We continue to bring out the best in each other. Damn it, I love hairdressers. And, and they love you. So let's talk about let's talk about digital and social and mobile. You know, we talked about what what really hasn't changed, the foundation stuff. So talk a little bit about what you see changing. Well, as you know, I, you know, and I continue to say, I, I think in the last year, the industry has we've we've seen more change than we've seen in twenty years. And people think that I'm being I'm exaggerating, and I'm saying no. If no, nothing else, I'm I'm, I, that's a conservative estimation, and I think we're just getting warmed up. I, I think it's going to get faster and faster, and it's all about, at face value, you know, as a hairdresser, it looks like it's about social media. We can't learn that. You and I were chatting about this a couple of weeks ago, the number of people that are just waking up and going, God, i got to catch up to that. But the other piece of that that everyone's taking for granted is mobile, that you need to be mobile savvy and arguably Mobile savviness and being skilled at using your, what we used to call a cell phone, we now call a mobile device, which to me is a, is a handheld computer. Yep. I need to be as good at th that now is 
making me as much money or more as my favorite pair of shears or flat brushes and irons and what have you. And I need to be somewhat savvy enough of that before I really understand how to take the most advantage of social media. So those two, mobile and social. And the mobile, you know, that that is a is a brilliant idea to share with your audiences and, and to our audience here today, because I've been listening to so many people in the industry, you know, sharing insights on how to be great at social media and use it as a marketing platform. And you're the first one I've heard really spend time on, on the device. And um, you, you talk about the age of one's device. And let me share a little bit about that. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, you and I know that, you know, that, that every year, whether we're talking droids or iPhones, you know, like this year, the seven plus, uh, last year it was six, the year before it was five. And every, every evolution every year is three to five years more advanced than the year before. So metaphorically, we could say one year, uh, one phone that's one year old is really three to four years old mm -hmm. when you look at update. So to have a phone that's two years old is to be eight years behind. To have a phone that's three years be, uh, you know, uh, old is a dozen years behind. So that's the first thing I say to people that I'm giving mobile 101 is how old is your damn device? And consider, and I don't call it buying one, investing in one. I mean, yes. in the good old days, two years ago, we used to say, invest, don't wait to make more money before you buy good clothes, buy great clothes so that you can make more money. I think it's the same way. This idea that I can't afford a high price mobile is like, well, no, it's an investment. This is no longer a conversation. This is a mandate. Go, go spend five, six, seven hundred dollars on your mobile and make damn sure you got a back end carrier. You got enough memory. Get, you know, if you're going to err, err on the side of having more than you need than needing more than you have. Get the seven plus, get maximum storage, get lightning speed internet so that you're not crashing in the middle of stuff. You can get to where you want to go quicker and then hang out with ninjas and to say to somebody, teach me how to use this damn thing. I mean, the learning curve. It's not a learning curve. It's multiple learning curves. It's one curve after the other from Gordon. You know, there's, there's hairdressers that don't know how to get to the app store or the Google Play store to download. Yes. Or they can't because they're behind in their, uh, in their updates. So, you know, I, I can go on and on and on on this rant, but mobile is a very important learning curve. Well, and I, and I think you're pointing out too, you know, the importance of understanding this as a business tool or a, you know, a career building tool. It's just not your personal phone. It is a business tool worthy of an investment. You know, I, I run into so many friends who've, you know, who've got $4,000 worth of scissors on their belt, you know, and who have yeah. a phone that's two years old and, and this, tool, this computer, as you call it, um, is crazy valuable in, in building a business. Oh and a career. Yeah. Okay. Let me say one more thing about that. You and I were chatting about this new, the, one of the many newest terms is generation C as yes. in connect. And it has nothing to do with, you know, how old you are. It's how mobile savvy you are to the degree you're mobile savvy. You're in the game, whether you're a millennial, a Gen X, a boomer. And frankly, Age, uh, old is no longer being defined by age. It's being defined as by how mobile savvy, to what degree are we ninja'd 
uh, on mobile and either we're either taking a nap, NAP, not a priority, or we're at least a novice, we're beginning to learn, or we're a ninja. And I'm seeing now hairdressers increase their income 20000 bucks in a 365-day window of time with take-home pay, primarily because how they can use mobile and navigate the internet. And again, going back to the stuff we know has always worked, you know, they're marketing themselves. Yes. Yes, yes. yeah, And, and that which brings us to, you know, that is social media in a nutshell. Are you or are you not using social media to explode your income? Uh, you know, you know, another way of saying it, I, I want to be better at using social to make money than I am to make friends. I mean, you know, and up and, and that's why I think one of the gurus is saying he didn't like it that we got in that we, we got a term called social media, but now it's, it's etched in our souls forever. We have to use the word social, but in this conversation, it's, it's making money. And, you know, the conversation word, um, you know, when people come into this industry, you know, today or a hundred years ago, everybody knows how to talk, talk to people. And what you've been so brilliant at over time is teaching people how to talk within the context of the business of the career to their clients in a way that's appropriate that will drive the business forward. This is another form of conversation. Oh, my. Yeah. And it's tied to social is tied to mobile. And we bring both into a new reinventing extraordinary client experiences. If the term experience is an emotional reaction in the moment, an extraordinary is an extraordinary emotional reaction in the moment. We've been doing that forever behind the chair, but now we're, we're, we're bringing new experiences behind the chair called I'm using my mobile as my digital lookbook or specifically using my Instagram page on my mobile as my digital lookbook, which is blowing my client's mind in a consultation, but I'm also almost on a daily basis giving my clients an extraordinary emotional experience on their mobile as we're hanging out together in between visits. And as a result, they're coming in more, more to see me. And so too are their friends. Social and mobile now has become the single most important way to explode my referral business. Absolutely. And I, and I think we should never discount the desire of clients to be personally connected to their hairdressers. You know, we, we want to have that line of, you know, professionalism. And I think that's so important. But it's also important to recognize that we consumers, I'm one of them, we love our hairdressers and we want to know what they're doing. And we want so that social has just extended the relationship in a way that still kind of allows us to be professional, you know, in the context of the relationship, but really blow it up. Oh, OMG on that. And what's daunting is social and digital is changing the salon management rules of engagement book on a yearly basis. A year ago, there was policies that were very relevant. Don't have your mobile out when you're with your client at your station, yep. you know, one year later, that's called mass genocide. You're going to be <laughs> out of business next year if that's your policy. And yet there's still salon owners that haven't caught up in that. I, I need my mobile out to take lots of pictures in real time on every guest because now picture taking is as much a part of the guest experience as, you know, if I decide to post the damn picture and this was virtually non-existent, like yep. a year ago. 
or six months ago, and it's coming at us quick. And and one of the best ways to to leverage that is like everything else in a salon through education. You know, educate yeah. your stylist, educate your staff on how to use social proactively. And of course, that's part of what we're doing right now. So one of the big blocks I think people have is is the the fear, uh, maybe I'll call it fear of followers or fear of the, the amount of followers that one has to have to be successful. We see influencers with 100,000 followers. I talk to hairdressers all the time. They say, I've been trying so hard and I can't break 500. I can't break 1,000. And you've got some, I think, brilliant thoughts oh. around the whole follower ideal. Yeah, don't get me started on that because I, I want to be careful that I'm not rude and, and that I'm, and I don't step on, you know, the people with six figure followers. I think it's wonderful if you're a hairdresser, you got six figure followers, but the ones I'm seeing are that, that have, you know, show me a hairdresser with a six figure follower and I'll show you someone that's probably, if they're not all, all already on their way to branding themselves as an educator, a social media educator, they're going to be. I'm, I'm gonna, I work with hairdressers. I'm gonna be interviewing one tomorrow night that's got 240 followers on her damn Instagram page last year in her, what is it? Second year behind the chair went from 40,000 to $60,000 in a W2 with 240 followers. And you go, and she, and she would go, I, if I said to her, How'd you go from 40,000 to 60,000? Well, Mr. Cole, it was like 100% social media. How can you say social media? You only got 240 followers. And here's the hook, Gordon. Damn near 100% of those followers are her clients. So you and I, you were in the class I just did a couple of weeks ago. And my newest word is, I know you got a follower, but who's who in your crew versus who's who in your zoo? The difference between a qualified follower which is your client, did you get your client to follow you, yep. or do you got you got a boatload of UFOs, unidentified following objects, because those are the people, they're not going to send you referrals. And also, you know, the, there's the issue of rebooking and, and, and keeping that client loyal. And so going back to the old school again, you know, you're leveraging the clientele you have to build your business. Oh, my God. I mean, you and I go back forever. And back in the good old days, a few years ago, we we had a Rolodex card file. I mean, I remember doing seminars on, you know, get a card on everybody, put it in your card file, roll the deck. And then every time your client comes in, if they come in in January, put a little red flag on the card file. And then when they come in in February, March, put it blue and yellow. And in April, go back to your red. And those are clients you haven't seen going an archaeological dig. Pull out the card, write a my miss you note, put it, put a postage stamp on it, send it in snail mail and pray. Yes. And now, you know, social, we're, we're able to get, if we can get all of our clients on our page, we, we can get a hold of them in a nanosecond for free by posting a picture or even, gee, I've got a, a 12th hour availability this afternoon and, you know, boom goes to freaking dynamite. And um, so to me, that's what this conversation is about. Well, and it's also about, again, going back to an old but important idea, which is, you know, having goals, having a plan and incremental growth. You know, this this that I have to, you know, add 10,000 of anything or I have to explode my income by 40 percent in the next six months. You know, it's it's about, you know plodding forward in an incremental positive way. I love that, you know, 200 and some followers and she's up to income 50%. 
Doubled her income. Yeah. Doubled. And I'm, I would bet with, you know, this year, if she doesn't go to 80 grand, she'll go to well over 70 and probably end up with maybe 300 followers. But here's the, here's the caveat. That Instagram page is for qualified followers only. That, that this is, that's the page, the business page that she has her entire clientele on. She has other Instagram pages, and you can hang out with me all day long. But if you're not giving me money, you're not going to get on that page. And if you get on that page, I'm going to I'm, I'm get you off the page because I'm using it. And she's only 24 years old, for goodness sake. I mean, to me, that's brilliant. She, she's my mentor. She's not my life mentor, but she's helping, you know, this 63-year-old fossil, you know, learn this is how you make money in the beauty business as a hairdresser. And that's, you know, that's, that's a, it's brilliant what she's done. Um, and, and the fact that you're sharing it for me makes it even more brilliant. So amazing insights. Talk a little bit about, we, we could go on for hours about this and I'm going to just hit a couple important points. When we were, when I sat in your class in Vegas, uh, which by the way, was about 1500 people that never moved. I mean, it was like, you know, people were wrapped with, with all the, the great advice you were giving, but you talked about, you know, the ability to boost and you talked about spending a dollar and I, I just talk a little bit about what oh, that is. Yeah. And Thank you for, yeah, huge, huge, huge. So I'm going to go back to, you know, the 11th commandment is thou shalt get 90% of your clients following you on IG or liking your page on FB. And both pages are a business page because you can boost the business page. Now, Facebook, Instagram tells us that for every, in this case, client that I can get to follow me, there are 330, I don't want to even call them friends, potential referrals that are on that client's list that I, a hairdresser, can get to if I know what I'm doing with boosting. And so for a dollar, whether it's Facebook or Instagram says, give me a dollar and I'll make damn sure that your post, whether it's a picture post, a notification, uh, or both, get to not only more of your clients, but more of their re friends, aka potential referrals. And for a $1 boost, and, and they tell you, it, give us a dollar, we'll get it to 500 people. Give, and give us, a dollar, you know, $2, we'll, we'll, we'll get it to 1,000 people. And you start doing the math on that, Gordon. I mean, if I got a hundred followers at 330 potential referrals, that's a, that's a hypothetical of 33,000. Hell, I don't need, I, I need 1% of that market. That's, I, if I can get 33 or 2%, 66, I mean, you just do the math and it's like, oh my God. And you look at the Instagram ninjas that got 150 referrals last year, many of them, this is their secret. This is their best practice. And this is the on steroids version of the old school, but still very relevant. Ask your client to send you business. Oh, yeah. It says, yeah. And we're just using social. And, you know, my friend Nina, Nina Kay, that she, you hang out with her. She, I, you know, we both would say this is referral building on nuclear steroids. This is called pouring nitroglycerin on a freaking bonfire. 
for free for like a dollar. For a dollar. So shout out to our 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 good buddy Nina Kovner, Passion Squared, um, a, another brilliant resource to people, and, and she was our first podcast actually, and, and you're number two, Michael. I, uh, I love Nina. You never leave a conversation with Nina wondering what she's trying to tell you. Absolutely, she's she's <laughs> so brilliant and, and right to the point always. All right, we we could go on for a long, long time, and, and we're actually going to begin to wrap up here. Um, any like one big idea from everything you talked about on social and digital, uh, either as a recap or a new thought that you want to leave the audience with? If they just do one thing, what would that be? Yeah, if if they just did one thing, first of all, you know, it's going to sound like I'm tooting my horn, so I'm going to I'm going to generalize. Hang out with more people like me or like you, or like Nina specifically, I don't see social or, or digital going away anytime soon. On the contrary, it's, it's becoming exponentially more. You could not learn too much about it. Give up all of your, I call them old fart narratives about, you know, ho-hum, isn't it terrible that the millennials are glued to their phones? and like, just shut up about that. Get into the game. Um, if you don't have a business page, get it, start getting, uh, start watching more videos on how to do this. Pay attention to who not to listen to. Yes. As Nina would say, there's a whole bunch of social media trainers that are filled with, uh, she would call it, I would call it the, the El Toro poo poo. <laughs> um, you know, they, they don't know what they're talking about. They're, they don't live at ground zero. So, Get get if you're going to get OCD about anything, get OCD about social and digital. Keep it simple. Hang out with people like you and me, and I think you're going to make a boatload of money. Great, great advice. Um, I like to ask everybody, uh, what are you viewing, listening to, reading, or obsessing about these days to share with our audience? Well, first of all, I, I always like to check in with you every few weeks to see what you're reading. Last time you and I chatted, you turned me on to this Brian uh solas who's really kind of a futurist digital social guy love him um i love hanging out with him i love hanging out with one of his other people uh you know gary v yes. uh, the, the other you know simon cynic are kind of business and then in my own personal world you know who's mentoring the mentor from a personal side one of my latest greatest uh authors is um cynthia bourgeau has some great work on just uh some some meditative practices. I, I I need calming devices, as you know, because I tend to drink my own adrenaline. <laughs> well, and, and that's a great recommendation to anybody who's working in the salon every day, because uh, a little bit of a high stress, uh, over the top, energetic environment. So I think a little meditative um, reading or listening, you know, would benefit all of us. So thank you for that. Michael Cole, where can people follow you find you online? Well, if they go to first and foremost, uh, as you know, Gordon, I'm, 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 dr I'm probably one of the first salon business educators that's trying to take Facebook live through the trial and error learning curve. I just uh, did my 50, 50th Facebook live on uh, In Search of Awesome is my the name of the show. I I'm saw it. It was a good one. Yeah. Every Thursday night uh, at eight o'clock. If you got on uh, Michael Cole OTT as an over the top, like that page, save that page. Um, I'm, I do a show, at least one show a week. And now that I'm figuring it out, I'm, I'm going to start doing some 
Salon owner leadership uh, programs. Um, so that would be first and foremost. I've got an Instagram page, uh, Michael Cole BGTD, and but basically it's my uh, you know uh, blogging and and pit posts uh, there as well. So those are the two. And if boy, if you were just if you just hung out with me on Michael Cole OTT, you're going to make big boom boom. Well, and, and all free, you know, inspiration, education. I love your Facebook lives. Um, you'll see, you'll see the Michael Cole I've come to to know and love all over the years. You are in your full Michael Cole glory. <laughs> you have a you have a unique presence and personality in how you speak to audiences. I love it. Um, there's even sound effects. <laughs> it's so yeah. it's so much fun. I love it. I hope everybody. Michael Michael, Michael makes an ass of himself so that more people comes and and gets the educational message. I, I I'll go to no length to uh, help hairdressers make money. And, uh, and you do it so well. So Michael Cole, the global business educator for L'Oreal PPD, co-founder of Summit. You know, thank you so much for being with American Salon Stories today. Um, you're a dear friend. I appreciate you so much. We hope to have you back again really soon. Thank you, my friend. I love you a lot. Keep on booming and uh, I'll come back and work with you any day. Stay well. You too, Michael. Thank you. And we'll be back next week with another American Salon Stories podcast. In the meantime, we hope you'll follow us on Instagram, where we are known as at American underscore salon, also at facebook.com forward slash American Salon. That's all one word. And of course, on americansalon.com, where you can also subscribe to our free newsletter, Your Daily Beauty Fix. This is American Salon publisher Gordon Miller, and I can't wait to bring you more American Salon Stories next week. <music>